on today's episode of The Breakaway, presented by Los Rios Community College District. Play-by-play announcer for your Sacramento Republic, Rob McAllister, joins the podcast to discuss why Sacramento needs to get off to another hot start and much, much more all coming up on today's episode of The Breakaway. Sacramento Republic FC fans, UC Davis Health is here to keep you in the game so you can score a healthier future. From adult and pediatric care to sports medicine and orthopedics, their providers focus on achieving better health for the very young to the young at heart. Find a doctor you connect with at any of their 17 primary care clinics throughout the region, including Davis, Sacramento, Folsom, Roseville, Rockland, and more. Learn how they can support you at choosehealth.ucdavis.edu. All right, joining us uh, on the podcast for the first time in uh, 2024, uh, play-by-play broadcaster for your Sacramento Republic, Rob McAllister. Rob, Happy New Year, my friend. Uh, How much are you looking forward to the new season? Yeah, season number 11. Hard to believe, but uh, here we go. Insane. I, You know, sort of felt like how we felt last year. A lot of guys coming back. You have a lot of continuity. You know sort of what to expect, and I think that's good. Right. I'm okay with that, especially because we had a really good run. What are your thoughts on, and I've been asking kind of softly to, I asked it to coach and to Jack on the, the, I feel like at the end of the season, regular season, there was a sprint towards playoffs, trying to get that number one seed. The way that Phoenix played in the postseason, does that change your mindset of the going for the number one seed versus maybe getting guys rest rotation going into playoffs? What's your thoughts there? No, just with one game in a, in a game like this where, you know, it it's sort of the luck of the draw. I mean, baseball is the same way, right, where you kind of get hot the same. But you can't manufacture that. So it's easy to say, well, we'll rest. But then you start to develop bad habits. And then you're going to say the following season, well, we shouldn't do that. We need to go from day one. So I don't, I don't see it as a failure. I think that we had a bad 10 minutes, uh, you know. So it just happened where they capitalized. Not every team's going to be able to capitalize. I mean, Mil Quasho, it's the best goal I've ever seen him hit. You know, like he didn't hit a single one of those type of goals for us. And so, you know, congrats to them. I think they just got on a run and they they played well. And I think they bought into their coach. And unfortunately, he's not coming back for them. But, um, you know, it's not always that way. I mean, look at Loose City. They've had success along the way. And that's worked out really well. So I think we stick to what we do. And, you know, if you don't have a deep, open cup run and a lot of extra games i think it's a little bit easier but i think they've brought in guys that can help spell that i mean you see some of the guys were just tired at the end and you can't sprint for 34 games you just can't do it but now i think we have some new guys who can help spell and give certain guys rest and i think it's good that's going to be the difference maker to me i just don't see how mark briggs and the new staff are going to ultimately change their mentality you either you're either that type of person that goes all in and or you're not. And I just don't think he's that laid back, chill kind of coach that just says, yeah, we'll turn it up. I just don't see it. Yeah, I agree with you. I just wanted to ask, cause I thought it was at least an interesting point. Um, th- and that's kind of what he said as well. Um, and what Jack said um, as well. So I just was interesting piece, uh, you know, off a team and you're right. One team doing it. can't one year. She can't change your mindset year in and year out. Um, Hey, I want to talk about going into the into the new year. We saw Sacramento in 2023 start off the season red hot um, and then cool off a little bit in terms of scoring goals. But what are the things that you feel like um, Sacramento can do 
early in this season? And what were the things that they were doing well early last season that you're hoping they can take again out of training camp? Well, everyone forgets there's a lot of key injuries during that time. I mean, Roro yeah. wasn't back. Sebastian had some, you know, health issues. Um, you had Luis Felipe, who was in and out of the lineup. I mean, you just had a lot of key figures that were rolling early on in the season. So, I, I mean, and every team deals with it, right? But um, I think these were just kind of critical to our success early on. Obviously, you'd always like to score more goals, but we're also not a wide open team. So, I feel like defensively, we've been very good. And now there's some either, you know, more depth, I guess you could say, uh, in the back, or they're just going to guys are going to get pushed and get better. And, and they want to win. I think everyone felt such a bitter taste in their mouth after last year that um, they know it was right there. They were the best team, I think, in the entire league. I mean, you can always argue that the Phoenix ultimately was, but I think from March till November, it was them. So I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't expect a whole lot different this year. And I, I just think that the mentality and, you know, can be um, the same. I think we'll have success if guys are healthy. Now, the other good thing is having uh, Trevor Monty, like that's going to guy who can ultimately get you goals kind of out of nowhere. Right. And I think we saw Russell Cicerone do that a little bit. And uh, I think we're just going to have guys now, Arnold Lopez is here, you know, a little bit longer. Just, I'm not, I'm not that worried. Maybe I will be two months in, but I don't think so. <laughs> it's like I, 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 I know, think this is as usual, but the carrot's there for them. It feels like this is the position that Lou City was in two years ago, really, where it's just like they it seems like three to four years of just rolling the guys, same guys back and having that same success. It feels like that's the kind of stability Sacramento's had. Um getting to the open cup final two years ago and then to the Western Conference final last year. Obviously, they don't have a you know a trophy to show for it, but in terms of comfortability feels like that's kind of where Sacramento is and the, and the stability there. I want to, um, I want to ask on, so we didn't get to see Roro and Russell really play much together other than very early in the season. It seems like that, that that's kind of the thing I'm most excited to see is like, how can those two guys work off of each other? How can Russell get open and get more opportunity with Roro's creativity? Is that something that you feel like is is the biggest question mark on what that will look like heading into this year or no? Well, uh, to me, it's actually going to be the wing play, which actually seems interesting because I think when that is really working, the rest of the that field is even better. So that means, you know, what does Alder Sanchez look like? What's Dami look like? What's Jack going to look like? And, you know, Jonathan Ricketts, who signed, you know, he's going to be kind of a versatile player as well. I think that's sort of the outside is is where you're going to see the success then kind of translate to the rest of now. Roro is going to be even better if those other guys are performing well and becoming dangerous threats because they're going to have to choose, and that allows Roro to sort of figure out ways. Now, I think Kecko is a big loss. It's probably our one loss that we're going to feel, but hopefully Christian Pirano can be that. And because Kecko had ability to not only set guys up, I mean, he was on top assist guys in the league, but also could find ways to almost win games for you, find ways to get goals. So we're going to need someone like that. And that also is going to then help out your certain connections with players. And we'll see how those develop. But whether that be Roro or Russell or whoever else, um, I just think you're the more dangerous you are, the harder it's going to be a stop and the less likely you're going to have spells where you're not doing well because we can't just rely on Russell Cicerone to get 20 plus goals every year. And if you are, then you're going to be in trouble with any player. I, I think Russ could probably have that this year. I think he's primed to do that. But let's make sure we have other guys as threatening as well because it will make his job even easier. 
I like the Pirano point you made because he's a player where we've seen how dynamic he can be, especially with the ball at his feet. Never quite seemed like he got comfortable with this group. It's so tough coming in midseason. I am very excited to see what it looks like with a full camp and then, you know, getting more comfortable with the guys, understanding tendencies. I feel like he's a guy who could really have a breakout year um, for the Republic this year. What are your thoughts on some of his, where his ceiling could be with this team? I loved it. I think he had a nice partnership with Luther Archimed last year, and obviously Luther's moved on, but uh, he's fantastic. I mean, he's exactly what you needed off the bench last year. Now, he might start this year, right? He might start in that Kecko spot, so we'll see how this all lines up, and Mark Briggs might change it, and you might have you know, Trevor and Russell in at the same time, or Sebastian and Russell back like we were, or Trevor, maybe all three of those guys are going here at times. So we'll have to kind of see how that plays out, but he's such a dynamic player, and he never stops, and I mean, he's he's an and one mixtape. He can break down anybody, you know, on the dribble, essentially. And so we'll see how he fits in. I think that's going to be the biggest step for him, because what I've learned over these last 10 years is just because someone is really good doesn't mean they always fit within a team. And as I'm just talking about the Republic, I'm talking about a lot of different teams. Sometimes the fit just isn't there. And I'm not saying that's not going to be, but that is something that he's going to have to adjust and he's going to have to grow into and find where his lane is. I think Luis Felipe is a really good example of that i think the first year he came in he was trying to find his way and then you know you're and then he kind of has had to adjust from time to time and time again until getting hurt last year i mean he was just rolling because he found way where he can be a big contributing factor so i think christian Pirano is that guy this year made in the shade tent rentals is your number one choice for tent rentals in sacramento and throughout northern california from concerts and festivals to corporate events Outdoor dining to private special events, construction, manufacturing, or farming. Whenever you need shade, whatever the occasion, we've got you covered. Visit MadeShade.com to inquire about options. That's M-A-D-E Shade.com. Choosing the right health plan for you and your family is simple with Western Health Advantage. Their plans include wellness programs that put you in the game and on the field with ways to stay fit and healthy. Check out their affordable plans that have been keeping our community strong for over 25 years. Go online to westernhealth.com. That's westernhealth.com for more information. I, uh, I'm i looking forward to seeing how his um, dynamic ability uh, affects Sacramento's attack. I want to jump to the nine spot. You mentioned Trevor Amon. Sebastian Herrera, who, when he was healthy, was really good last year. He had the ability, that hold-up play. He was really good aerially. Um, I'm interested to see, because I know I don't think Amon is quite the same type of player as Herrera, but we saw Sacramento have the same kind of effect with uh, with um, Luther Arshman off the bench. How how interesting do you think it is to have two different types of nines who can do t- different things well, and how much does that change game in and game out for the attack? Well, what made Luther great is he was able – he worked so hard, he was so physical, and he was fast, and so it became a problem instantly. And I think Luther just needs more touches, and he's probably going to be served – better on a team that's not contending for a championship. Like he just needs to get more minutes. Essentially. I don't think he's going to find it here. I think it's a loss for us, but ultimately I think Trevor coming in could be that, or maybe Trevor started. We don't know how it's all going to play out. Right. Uh, But when you have different players that do different things, as long as it fits within your overall system, it's really hard to defend. And I think we saw a couple of teams like that that could really cause you fits and it really worked. And when it's, two one-dimensional you know it's going to go to one player like a few years ago when we kind of had camera losses our main option it, it was really easy to stop us after a while or you just start a double team and and there's not much there so i think being dynamic looking for opportunities 
is going to help guys. And I think that's where Mark can try to find this year is, okay, how do we get other goals other than Jack? Or how does Dami Villadere and Alder Sanchez put up six, seven goals this year? And it doesn't have to be, you know, two or three in a game. It could literally be one every month. And that's going to be, that could be game winning goals. And so I think that's where you're going to want to make that biggest leap this year. And if they're standing in the foundation already of the last two seasons, that's where they got to find the opportunities. And so that's why I'm very excited about this team again this year is that if guys want to grow and guys are hungry and want to play, then I think we're, we're destined to have another good run. Do you feel like there's any big question marks going into this year? Like, what's the big thing you're like, oh, I wonder how this is going to play out? Because I just feel like we know the defense is going to be solid. It's been solid for two to three years now. Like, what what is the the biggest question mark going into 2024? Biggest question mark to me would be with some of the young guys, David Kimbrough, Rafa, uh, Blake, Willie, Wiley, right? And then you're talking about, do they have a role? Because, and is Mark going to trust them, right? Because you cannot play all of these guys 34 games. And there's going to be 10, 20 minute spells where these guys are going to need to come in and probably do something. It's going to be injuries. I've never seen a soccer season where someone or a whole team went without injuries, right? We had it last year, we've had it every single year. So, can these guys be productive? Does Mark and the staff trust them to be productive and ultimately find a way? Doesn't always score goals, but to be contributing. I mean, look at Aldair Sanchez. We kind of we rolled over. We didn't we talk about it enough. He came in and looked like a veteran. Okay, he had yeah. not, not played significant minutes really at this level. He played Tacoma a little bit, but ultimately, you know, he came in when Dami got hurt. He was ultimately a great player to put in this position, and there wasn't a drop-off. Now, I think Dami maybe a little more dynamic one-on-one, but Aldair gave you exactly what you need to do. I think those other young guys you're probably not going to see Davian score like he did in the academy. It's just it's just not going to happen, right? I mean, no one has really done that. And so they're the greatest players in the world. But I think he has a chance to play a role, as some of these others do too. And if they can play a role, this team will be infinitely better. So that's like the biggest question mark. Can, they, can those younger guys step up and play significant roles? I like it. I would say, uh, I would add to, I, I've heard really, really good things about uh, Chibi Ukebu, who also was an academy signing, who has been playing really well um, at center back. I know he's 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 a young guy, but by the way, he's already I think he's grown three inches since he's signed. He's huge. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to see. I him think Moppet well. grew three inches, but the wrong way. I think it was like wide. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> I think that's been the that's been the case in Probably the season Moppet. Yeah. The camera adds ten pounds, Rob. We know this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. for, for Adam Moffitt. Yeah. Um. What? Uh. I mean, listen. Does does 17 returners, not that it makes it easier for a broadcaster at all, but oh, definitely you get to know these guys a little bit. You know, you know their tendencies, you know what they do, um, you know how what they've done last year and maybe even the year before that. How what does that make preparation for you look like in uh, 2024? I love it. It means you have more stories to tell too, right? And That's so true. it's good. Yeah, it's uh, and, and you just obviously the big thing for me is that I've really enjoyed this group the last three years well this is going to third year really right and it's like right. that it's easy to root for you, you know the guys you're calling games for so that is a really big bonus and you know they're not only good which makes it fun <laughs> you know let's be honest when you're when you have a team that's not great it's it's tough to do this every day but um you know every saturday i think it's an opportunity to see what these guys can do and it's going to be exciting and um just see how they grow i think that's the other thing fun to see is you know, what's Dobby going to look like this year? What's out there going to look like? What's Christian Pirano going to look like? And so uh, will there be a goalkeeper 
I say controversy, but real battle this year, right? And so I know they're very excited about Jared coming in. And so uh, I, that's, you know, there's always there's always fun to it. And, I, and I'll be honest, having, uh, doing the games Adam Moffitt's been a lot of fun and um, he brings a great dynamic to the, the broadcast. So I think that's enjoyable. And when you have all that, it, it works well. What about uh, around the league? Uh, we saw uh, Juan Guerra moved on uh, to Dallas Dynamo. Dynamo assistant, Dynamo coach, right? assistant, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm I'm interested to see what Phoenix looks like this year. But we've seen a little bit of movement around the league, not a ton. What are your thoughts, just quickly? I know we haven't really gone in and done a lot of the deep research, but just quickly, like where 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 do you think the league's at on the West Western Conference? Well, as Juan Guerra, I don't know as a tactician, but as a people manager, he's probably up there, right? Like guys love playing for him and he probably didn't have the support in Oakland, but once he kind of got the right guys in Phoenix, um, they, you know, bled for him. And I think that's where they are going to miss a big chunk. So I don't believe they'll have a great of a season. And I think it's just going to be hard. Now they've got talented players. Don't get me wrong, but he was able to draw the best out of him. He made some big decisions putting some of their big goal, goal scorers on the bench late, right? And that just – but they all bought in. There wasn't a crack in that team. And so I think that's going to be something you have to look out for now in the league where I think before just talent would get you. But I think when managers are able to get the best out of their players and the, the team sticks together, and I think Mark has done a great job in Sacramento, obviously. But those other clubs, that's, that's going to be the, kind of their big question marks is who can – have a team with the talent matching with the right managerial position because as a coach these days it's not just you know can you kick it i think all sports in the last 20 years it's become more how do you work within the personalities you already have versus what's the talent on the field and you know everyone wants a messi and michael jordan or ronaldo you know whoever but you're not always going to get that so you have to try to get the best out of guys in the certain ways and the better teams are the ones that do that and i think you know, to Pittsburgh's credit, um, you know, that coaching staff there has been incredible over the last years. And you look at the talent, and you're like, ah, pretty good. And obviously they lost in a tough way round one, but I mean they were dominant all season. And that's not by that's not by accident. So yeah, Danny Dicchio taking over that club in Detroit. That's the one thing. Sacramento yeah. with two new assistant coaches, too. Um, and I've heard from when I talked to Briggs, he the change obviously isn't it's it's the same kind of thing as when you have players returning, right? You have the comfort comfortability, but having a new coaching staff, I think is bringing something fresh that he appreciates. It's obviously Martin Vasquez has got a load of yeah. experience. Um, so I'm excited to see what he can, he can bring in it. And Mark, he was even Frank. He's like the ability for him to being able to speak Spanish with some of the, the guys who are Spanish speaking only is going to, I think it's going to be a big asset. Um, he, Mark said that uh, he was wearing like the, like the Google earpiece. Yeah. I heard that on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, wow. First off, how did we not know that? Um, maybe you'll need that. When, with the, the Google, yeah. uh, what's the, or not Google, the, uh, the iPhone, yeah. Apple, Apple uh, yeah. Yeah. Whatever those, those 3d classes. Sometimes you'll need uh, that when Moffitt gets a little too Scottish. Yeah, exactly. Can't understand what he's saying, but that, that problem is there's not a program that can translate that either. That's the real yeah, shame, that's the problem. but here, here's the one thing I'll say about the coach. Staff. I mean, I think it's great. The Spanish speaking and like, there's better connections there with players when you kind of speak your native language, but I think it also brings a different voice. A lot of these guys have heard Mark for a lot of years. Right. And so you, there's always a, like a time limit with coaches because guys have tuned out. But I think with the staff changing a little bit, I think that keeps things fresh and it keeps guys engaged. Right. So 
um, on any coach. I mean, very few coaches <laughs> stay with a club for a decade plus and whether they you know move on for whatever reason, but a lot of times guys just tend to hear new voices. So to me, that might be just as valuable as anything else is that it's um, continuing to push what Mark and maybe Todd Dunham's ultimate vision may be, but it's not the same voice they've heard now for three or four seasons. It's going to be some fresh ideas within that system that hopefully, you know, take you a long way. And I think it's, you know, like growing up, right. Uh, your parents tell you one thing and you're just like, I can't, I don't listen to this more. Your uncle says it to you. And you're like, that makes a lot of sense. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's right. it, it's just how, you know, it's human nature, right. So, um, whether you're Phil Jackson, Mark, whoever, like you're just going to have to have different voices. And I think that will be a real big addition this year. And, and we'll see what they come up with. I mean, they'll see what kind of uh, new tactics or set pieces or whatever else may work. I mean, there's a lot of great pieces to work with in that. And so that'll be really fun to see how it evolves. I agree. I'm excited. Uh, we're still what, three, four weeks away, pretty close three, three and a half weeks ish. Yeah. From uh, from uh, when this comes out, it'll be two and a half weeks uh, from uh, opening night. Uh, Rob, excited that you're back on the call with uh, Moffitt this year. Um, always a blast. And uh, yeah, man, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited. It's going to be a fun year, I think. A lot of games. We'll be back on Fox 40, so that'll be fun. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, man. Thanks well, for doing this. And, uh, there's still time. That's right. Thank you for doing this, man. We'll uh, And we'll see you, see you soon. Sounds good. Appreciate it. Uh, opening night around the world. Our thanks to Rob McAllister for jumping on the podcast. Reminder, you can check all of these episodes out on YouTube on the Sacramento Republic FC YouTube page. Some are also on the Sac Republic FC website, so you can find that out and uh, much, much more. We also had a Spanish episode come out today as well with Armando and Milton, so you can check that out as well. Lots, lots coming as we head towards opening night on March 9th. This podcast was produced by Emil Guzman. We thank you for your support. And as always, go Republic.